0: At Little Creatures Village Geelong. This is the warm up with Wallow and Moods. What price of stoppage? Elliot's onto it, kicks out to the wing. Josh Dakos in pursuit. Kelly comes at him. Josh is able to gather being pursued. Turned his hips forward and got away. Kicks perfectly. Hoskin Elliott marks. Collywood fans rises one. Hoskin
1: Elliott has the ball for as long as he's allowed. He lays it off to the
2: side. And it's safe. It's safe. Uh-huh. Collie would survive. The quintessential pick.
0: There you go. What a game last night. The Magpies getting over the line by one point against the Giants to book their place in Saturday's grand final next weekend. Welcome to the warm-up. Thanks to Little Creatures, Moons. Are you okay? uh, Are you okay? Were you
1: pacing last night?
0: Very much so. Uh, Actually, someone did say, have you got uh, your Apple Watch on to see what your steps (laughs) were doing? And they were up. They were up. What a game. Um, That's
1: why our game is the greatest game.
0: uh, It is amazing. It uh, ebbed and flowed a fair bit. Obviously, Collingwood... Came out firing early, kicked a couple, then just went to sleep for a quarter and a half where well, the Giants turned it on. They probably didn't do enough, the Giants, in terms of putting the Pies to the sword in that second quarter. But in the end, uh, third quarter for the Pies was very solid and howled on, but it was pulsating the last right. few minutes. That's as good
1: as a game as you're going to get. I know the scores are pretty low, eight goals apiece, but you're okay when they're not kicking goals when it's just up and back, up yeah. and back. Yeah. And the both defences were incredible. I mean, I could sit here and talk about Buckley and Taylor and and Iden and these guys down for the Giants who were just incredible last night. You go down the other end, again, Quayna, Moore. It was just a really great defensive game. And sometimes we get a little bit caught up in, oh, we want to see big scores. But sometimes that real tight defensive game is as good as anything that you'll ever see.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think, like Darcy Moore mentioned after the game, I think on the broadcast saying that I hope you enjoyed the game. That's one of the most entertaining games I've played in. I know he said, you know, I know it was low scoring, but you don't need big scores no. to have uh, exciting games. Well, so some of our
1: best grand finals were you know, obviously Sydney and West Coast.
0: Yeah, really like yeah, scoring
1: barely stuff. the goal between. Yeah, them. I know, like barely but that was just amazing. Time. Um, you know, well done, Giants. You didn't lose any supporters overnight. Well that you was, couldn't afford to, but yes, <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> that was incredible. No, they were and very and good. Collingwood, look, they've been the best team all year and they've deserved to play in this grand final. And how was the raw? Incredible. I mean, I'd so love to have been there on
0: 97, and a half 97,500 there um, last night, which is just incredible in terms of what they've able to achieve over the last month at the MCG. Mm-hmm. Not calling with the AFL I'm talking about. We've had a couple of 92s, we've had a couple of 96s, 97.5. Um, obviously at the Gabba tonight, sold out. Mm-hmm. You know, What's the Gabba hold? Oh, 40 late, plus? Late, th- late 30s, 38 no, or 40 maybe, I think. Um, But that will be fantastic tonight. We'll cover that game. Coming up on the show, we're going to chat to Mitch Cleary. He's in Brisbane for that game tonight. We'll talk a bit about trade stuff too coming up. Uh, And also, uh, we'll have a look at the game a little bit more in depth. And your six-pack, looking forward to that, Moons, this morning. Yes, uh, best things about grand final week. We'll get to that uh, soon as well. Um, Some bad news though for the Pies. Uh, McStay was handy last night, very good early. Uh, Great marks
1: early, missed that easy goal, but his his hands early were, were very absolutely strong. fantastic.
0: And uh, look, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but looks like a knee injury in the third quarter. So he was he's going to out. be a horrible story this yeah, week. Yeah, they hugged him and consoled him after the game, and looks like he'll miss the grand final on Saturday. Taylor Adams, maybe a chance mm. to come back in. Um, well, he looked very excited on TV last I think he night, was very excited. And there's also talk, well, how do you replace McStay? Is uh, is an Ash Johnson a mm. chance to come into the grand final as well? Uh, I don't know. But well, that's, it's interesting because
1: someone like uh, like <sighs> with him coming back in, does Ginneman go out? But I think Ginneman is the perfect sub player. Yeah. With Adams coming back in. So what do they do there? It's, it's going to be an interesting way. They go bring in another tour or they just back in what they've got. Well,
0: I think if you're going to play Adams, you've got to play him early when it's fierce. That's his oh, game. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, and given when he came on last night, like he he just got the ball moving forward yeah. a little bit more. He no, just, he's he been he just really good Ginevan for him
1: so, coming on late.
0: So that was uh, fantastic. Now, so that leads to, look, degoy was fantastic last night. 37 possessions, I think he had in the end. Um, seven t- 34 possessions, um, 13 clearances. He was outstanding. What you, what
1: you get in big games is you find out who are finals players. like Players who are just built to play finals. And from the moment that ball went up, Degowie was that player. Kelly last night was that player. Just uh, smooth. Just, just, you know, in contested ball. Like we think about, about Kelly as just that outside winger, you know, yep. beautiful leg and all those type of things. I mean, he had, uh, what, he had 34 as well. I think he had 16 of those contested. Yeah. Goey had 17 contested. So he wins his own ball. I mean, he was just incredible. You know, you could throw a blanket over a few of them that were just amazing last night. Blokes who just didn't fumble. Dacos came on and you thought, geez, you could see he was short of a gallop. And well, you thought, this is going to be a long night for him. But to his credit, just built into the game. And by the end of the game, he was one of the most influential just players cleaned on the, field. In the end yeah. But
0: when he came on the first five, six minutes, he he didn't start on the ground. Colin kicked an early goal and he came on. It might have been even after the second goal. He came onto the ground. And he hadn't been to a contest, he's literally just running to position. I think he might have went yeah. half forward. He limped on. <laughs> he was like I'm like, oh wow, he's uh they've brought him back and he's he's limped on the ground. But in the end he did work himself in the into the game and had a had a pretty solid it's contribution. Such a hard age. one
1: as a player though, when I mean it's one of the greatest feelings of all time when you win, you know, a close prelim. I mean, we won we beat Collingwood, I think, two thousand and seven by two or three points, and they were just coming over the top of us, like just we thought. Another 20 seconds and they, they yep. had us cooked. Yep, I think yeah, you remember that one, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I do remember yeah, that one, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, but it's just so thrilling. And then on the other side, I've been on losses that are really close in. It's just heartbreaking. You walk away from a Giants point of view going, God, what if I just had it done this, that, and that? Yeah. You know, one point. It's just nothing. One point is nothing. I
0: know. When um, Toby Green, I think was on the call last night, he, he snapped that one late and side so bottom marked it on the line. It did look very close. Looked like it was going to go through at one stage. And thus you know, early on in the game, he was centering that footy. But I mean, he's a superstar yeah. in the game. You take you those. You gotta chances. back yourself in. Yep. Yeah. So
1: Keith's probably the one where he had a nice little handball over the top in the thing was a third. Yeah, he it's saw himself so... as a fourth there from Keith Keefe, <laughs> what are
0: you doing? Hey, um, grand final week, mate. Um, let's let's talk about tickets because they're hard to come by. What's the situation with plays? Because um, obviously when you're playing there's probably you're getting a few more for your family. So you get about
1: four. I think you get four. Four straight up, and I think you might get a chance to buy a few more if yep. you can. Um, look, it's a really tough one because I remember 2009, I somehow I had like 12 tickets fall into my lap. Yeah, like, yeah. unbelievable. There's people ringing me going, do you want some tickets? Because they knew my family was coming down, and yeah. I, had, I had a big family coming down from Gold Coast with my wife's family, and then my family obviously from Wagga. Anyway, I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, I had twelve tickets. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was just amazing.
0: But and so, I, how much money did you make off of the there? Because well, you would have sold the your no, family.
1: No, like, no, in the end, I had to buy a few this of is them. Your Christmas presents, guys. I had to buy a few of them, so it cost me. It cost me a fair bit. Yeah, there. but um, it's a really tough one for players because, unfortunately, you're going to find out who your friends are and who who aren't. Because yeah. you're going to get a lot of phone calls. And my advice, and Matty Scarlett was really good on this. His advice was turn your phone off for the week. If, they, if they're your mate and they, can't, and they crack out about you because you don't answer their phone, answer your phone about getting them some tickets and stuff them. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is to be worried about getting some guy tickets that you haven't seen in three years just because he's your third cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, who cares? You become the go-between yeah.
0: between trying to get him a ticket and stuff. And all, all of a sudden, you, you feel like
1: the bad person, but you know what? I'm, I'm trying, mate. I'm saying to the Collingwood boys, just, just, sack, just turn your phone off. Don't worry about blokes looking for tickets. Or just say, sorry, mate, can't get any. Yeah. Just say that. Just just knock it on the head. And you get a ticket? I get a ticket. Yep. How lucky am I? Yeah. Get a ticket. Where are we? 200 plus games, premierships, get well, a ticket.
0: Why don't you go with that ticket and I'll <laughs> come and watch the second half if you just come out <laughs> yeah. and we'll, we'll trade it, I reckon. Hey, mate, I saw you during the week. Were you on a bit of a cup tour? Where were you? So I went School up to, to Swan Hill. Hill. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah Swan Hill took Jagger up there for a bit of a ride and um, yeah, the cup tour, it's been, uh, these guys have been doing I think for three weeks up through yeah. New South Wales, yep. through Wagga and back down and... Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's incredible. So, Swan Hill dealership, uh, Toyota dealership, and there would have been 150 kids come yeah. through the doors just to get a photo with the cup. Yeah, incredible. Like, for those people who never see the cup, never get a chance to probably go to a grand final, particularly at that age, obviously – um, yeah, it's a great great initiative, great idea.
0: Yeah, very good. It is uh, – we're looking forward to uh, the grand final on Saturday. We're looking forward to the Blues and the Lions tonight at the Gabba. We'll chat to Mitch Clear a little bit later on. That's going to be about a quarter past five.
1: I'm nervous because so. there's always a close one. And there's always one of a bit of a blowout. a blowout. And we obviously clearly we got our close one last yep. night.
0: So uh, that should be a very good game. Looking forward to that tonight. Hey, out uh, the prelim, I just want to touch on this. So last night the NRL was on uh, in Sydney. The Storm yeah, was smashed boy. by yeah, Penrith yeah. in the end. Um, storm, I
1: mean, uh, Penrith came for three in a row. Yeah. So, sure. so that's a dynasty there. That's
0: a great effort. But I, I don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about something I saw online this morning, just very, very quickly, is that the, the ground was only half full. Now, I know it's a TV game. We spoke about it off air before, but... There was a, there was, I saw a tweet this morning saying, I paid $80 for a prelim ticket um, on, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. On the Thursday, they were down to $40. Oh, wow. And then on Friday, they were giving tickets away for free. <laughs> well,
1: it's funny with rugby because league, and, and, and union as well, but league in particular, it's a real TV game. Like, everybody yep. is on your screen. So you're not going to miss anything if you're not there. So that's why a lot of people stay It certainly is.
0: when I've been before, you do just watch the yeah. back of people um, <laughs> when you are at the game. But uh, yeah, the storm, no good in the end. Hey, as I mentioned, Mitch Cleaver to join us uh, very soon. We're going to chat to him about tonight's game and some trade news. And also, we're going to look forward to Moons' six-pack, the best part of AFL Grand Final Week. That's all to come. All thanks to Little Creatures. For 30, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The up with Warlow and Moons. For Furphy, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, this is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, stretching our legs this morning, this is the warm-up, plenty still to come. Mitch Cleary from Channel 7, Chief. Sports, no, footy reporter, Tim Watson, accidentally dropped, I think, during the week. Really? I'm not sure it's been ticked off yet.
1: I would have just thought Mitch is just running everything.
0: Well, that is the truth, but official titles as they go... Uh, with king, Tom king? Brown leaving king? this year.
1: Just call him the king. The
0: king. He'll come and join us uh, in a moment to chat about uh, some trade news and plenty going on with the CBA as well. We'll chat about that and also take a quick look at the Brisbane Lions and Carlton as they go head to head at the Gabba tonight. Just before we get into your six pack, yes, they chance the Blues. Massive. As the week goes on, I've sort of started to come around a little They're bit. They're a massive chance. A uh,
1: and we'll, I know we'll touch on it a bit later, but massive game for Big Harry. Huge.
0: Like, Actually, big game for um, Charlie Kerno too. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of people we can talk about
1: there, but yep. Harry needs to have a big game for Carlton.
0: Well, if they make the grand final... They're going to need a big car for those boys because mm. the parade is back on the streets. They've got rid rid of it from the uh, Yarra, which um, look. Let's look, be honest, it
1: was a disaster. Hey,
0: um, good try, good try. <laughs> good try. You, you you had a crack and it didn't work. That's fine. You moved but on they, quickly. They,
1: they they stuffed it up with the streets years ago, and they they took it out of the street and they took they they took the um, the track to the MCG. Remember they yeah they did at that time inside the city. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it yeah, really is. Yeah. Back at Collins Street, I think
0: they changed a little bit once the public holiday came in. No, they don't thought get they were going to yeah. on that. Anyway, we won't get into Still that. Still the worst. So decision. it's back. Uh, so we're looking forward to it being back on the streets of Melbourne. Do we know the track? We. I don't know the track. No. I'm sure that... Uh, Don't try it, and outsmart
1: yourself. Just keep it simple.
0: Keep it for the people. <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's six-pack because we want to know the best things about Grand Final Week.
1: Over the top to Mooney. Aiming at a career-best 6
0: right here. Runs it and gets it. Moons' six-pack. For little creatures. All creatures welcome. All right, Moons. As we said, the parade is back mm. on the streets of Melbourne. This week, you your, your six-pack. The best things about Grand Final Week. Now, we wanted to touch on this without speaking about the actual, actual playing game and lifting the cut, which yeah. obviously from your point of view would be the most important and best part of the week. But in terms of a player slash just um, being part of the week, could be when you're not playing. Let's I'll, count down your best six. I'll
1: tell you, number six, I'm going to start with Brownlow night. Like it it? Well, it's just a great tradition and there's nothing better when one of your one of your boys wins it. Like We had uh, obviously Gary Ablett, Jimmy Bartell, 07-09, coming back to the fold on, on a Tuesday, you know, we're at training and the boys have won a Brownlow. I mean, it's unbelievably yep. special. You know, you go on that week and obviously you, you play in a grand final. So that was, that was a really big one. And if you do have somebody that wins it, and that's, and you've got training that week, it's incredible.
0: Okay. It would have been better if they had won it when you weren't playing a grand final. That sounds silly, but you could have celebrated a bit. Hard. Well, you celebrate <laughs> after, the, uh, the, grand after final. the grand final.
1: Anyway, uh, at number five, you just talked about the parade. Now, I was lucky enough to do four parades and you started, I think the, was the convention, no not the convention centre, you started up near um, Flinders Lane somewhere around there and then you go up Collins Street and it was incredible. Yep. People hanging out the windows, this was before the, obviously the, the public holiday which, what on dance idiot, yeah. um, before that happened and it was amazing, I mean I had mates hanging out of pubs. Uh, all of those type of things. They'd fly down from Queensland and you'd get up to a certain spot and then you'd hear them screaming your name out and they're hanging out of the pub and you know, having a yep. great day. So it really was incredible. And you got to take your kids when, if you had some and it was a really special one. Now, at number four, we were lucky enough a couple of times. Our last training session was on the MCG, on a, uh, so after the parade. So you do the yeah. parade, you drive down to the MCG. So your captain's run. Our captain's run was on the MCG, compl- like just no one there. And the echo was incredible, and you just had 22 blokes just running the ball up and down the ground. It was crisp, the best ball movement you've ever seen for the for the year.
0: Just on that, so on the Friday, say whatever time mm. you say it's one o'clock, whatever time is the ground fully marked and done by them? Everything's fully done, yeah. everything's
1: fully marked, and you can just hear the echo. Yeah, oh, awesome. it is. It is. It's something that, uh, yeah, not too many people would obviously get that opportunity to train on the MCG the day before the grand final. Yep. It was just amazing. So I love that one. Uh, number three, now, the first time you actually step onto the ground, like you come up the tunnel and you're hearing the roar, and then as you step onto the ground, and I remember as a 19-year-old doing it at North Melbourne, and this is why I didn't get a kick, because <laughs> I shit my pants. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever been in front of a huge crowd like that. Yeah. So North Melbourne – we never really got the big crowds so we had 90 plus thousand Carlton, and and i remember the roar was deafening and, that, and i and i did i panicked i was like what the hell's going on here yeah And i remember in 07 and i got a little bit of advice from my brother he said next time you walk on there just just as you're walking onto the ground turn around and have a look and just soak it in yep and just walk on there with a full house 90 almost, plus thousand
0: almost pretend so don't don't pretend like it's not happening. Yeah, like, exactly. Soak it
1: up. Let's just have a look around and go, how good is this? Yeah. Like, so I did that kick five that day, so it <laughs> worked out pretty well. <laughs> now, at number two, just adding on to the walking on the ground, the national anthem. Now, we've been, we've, we've been to a lot of footy games and we've heard the national anthems. Anzac Day is still one of the greatest anz, um, anthems you'll ever hear. Yep. But grand final day, just like Anzac Day, nearly 100,000 people, complete silence, and it is amazing.
0: It is brilliant, and it's better than the entertainment, to be honest. I reckon it's just a tingle, and it's like, righto, we've spoken about this game for a whole week, absolutely pulled it apart. Now, you've just done your warm-up,
1: and you walk over, and you line up next to your mates, and and some clubs do the arm-in-arm, and whatever it is, we just, you stand there, and I always stood next to Joel Corey and Jimmy Bartell for every anthem that we did, and you know, you just give each other a little tap on the leg as it's going. And it was just – it was unbelievable. And then the spine tingling and all of those type yep. of things. So, incredible.
0: All right. Number one. Number What's one. Number one. Best thing about grand final week.
1: When you're a retired man and you've been lucky enough to play in some premierships. Cash you.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ching <laughs> Even though I invoice
1: for mine, but a lot no, of people of course, don't. Yes. But, yeah, it's great. I mean, it just the whole week is just incredible. And this is why um, – look – when you get around through the whole week and you got everyone, you luncheons and you meet up with everybody and you see blokes you haven't seen in ages, it really is fantastic and you get paid for it. So yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. And obviously when your club, or sorry, your, your former mm. club's involved, that's when you start to... Yes. Like Daisy Thomas. Well, the last month he's been probably cashing oh, in, to yeah. be honest.
1: Don't worry, Daisy's been putting his name out there. Don't worry yeah.
0: about that. So there you go. Uh, that's Moons' six-pack this week. All thanks to uh, Furfy at Little Creature Geelong. The best thing about... The Cashies, uh, grand final week, but some amazing stuff in there. Hey, Carlton or Brisbane could be into the grand final tonight, of course, playing each other at the Gabba. Interesting selections. Uh, I won't get into the who, why and maybes with terms of subs and stuff, but the Blues has been a big talking point this week. Of course, uh, Gardner comes in for Pain uh, For the Blues, mm. though, Harry Mackay back in with Boyd and Martin.
1: Boyd's an interesting one. I don't well, know enough about Boyd. Either do I, to be perfectly I, honest. I, I'm a big fan of Matty Kennedy. I yep. thought he played pretty well last week. He's a big body player, strong player over the ball. If you need to throw him in the midfield, you can do that. You know he can play down forward, take a mark and just put enormous pressure on. So that is a big call on Maddie Kennedy. I would have had him in my team personally. We spoke about Mackay, huge game for him. Martin, Martin can genuinely just be a, a superstar. His inconsistency is he's yeah. not allowing that. But when he's hot, he's... Super talent. So
0: he's back in after suspension. Always goes out. Obviously you mentioned Kennedy Kemp and Cunningham. The other two have been omitted. Of course, a sub will be put in place out of those ones, which is uh, just on Harry McKay and Charlie Kearney has been down as well in these two finals. Been he's in fact he's his opponent's been best of field best. both sides <laughs> times, which is just hard to believe. Now, we won't go into why you missed goals and all that sort of stuff, but for you who had issues at mm-hmm. times, how important's that first one?
1: Oh, Unbelievable. I remember the 2009 Grand Final. So I never took a kick in the warm-up because I just didn't want to just shank one early. Yeah. So I was, I was pretty, obviously a little nervous, but I thought, I'm not going to take a kick. I end up going down into the goal square and kicking the balls out. Like, so all the backmen would kick it out to the forwards for the... yeah. So I was yeah, down there yep. with Scarlo and that, and they go, what are you doing? I said, just, just leave me alone. Just want to kick through the footy. <laughs> just want to kick the ball. Yeah. Took a mark inside, just inside 50 after Maxi Rook kicked the first goal, went back and just launched into this kick... And as soon as it came off the boot, it was the sweetest thing I'd ever hit. Yep. So I was extremely lucky that one went through. If it missed, I would have been in all sorts.
0: You know we're going to get the vision of that and put it on TikTok. So oh, I hope it's good. I hope, no. <laughs> I, You're watching I, it right I nailed now. It. You're watching I it right nailed now. It. Uh, um,
1: but yeah, but it's hugely important. And it's it's, it's also important for Carlton, like his teammates.
0: Like I think it's the most important it, part. It
1: really is. Like I, I knew there were times when my teammates were like, please, please, please just kick it. And then I'd shank it and they'd be just like, they'd be disheartened. Yeah, And I'd be disheartened because they were disheartened and all of those types of things. So it was a domino effect.
0: Yep. Important game for uh, Harry Mackay and also Charlie Curnow tonight as a take on Brisbane at the Gabba. And just a quick note too, I did see a stat AFL Central, I think on Twitter this week, did put up. Every year that Argentina have won the World Cup, Carlton this. has won the Grand Final. So 78, then the next time, 79, mm-hmm. Carlton won. 86 for Argentina, 87 for Carlton. 2022 Argentina could the Blues it's get in? 23. It is. Do you
1: reckon they could get Messi out if they make the Grand Final?
0: I reckon for sure. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Messi, Messi, Messi. No, he's a bit busy, old Messi. Hey, coming out. speaking of busy, Mitch Cleary is going to join us. Uh, Trade week's coming out very soon. He's all across that, plus player and coach announcements. So we're going to touch on all of those things. And the marketplace, not too far away. We're buying and selling something. That's all thanks to Little Creatures at Geelong. Order up, grow pizza on East Schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong. For just 25 bucks. visit littlecreatures.com.au. For Furphy, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warmer, with Warlow and Moons. For Furphy, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, this is The Warmer, with Warlow and Moons. Yeah, still plenty of gum this morning. When to catch up for the local footy wrap at some big grand finals this weekend. And of course, the marketplace, looking forward to that. I am going to buy Scotty Pippen, just a heads up, because he's an absolute <laughs> legend. We'll get to that very soon. One man who's just everywhere at the moment. Um, in fact, I did hear a whisper during the week, Moons, that uh, I don't know if it was official or not, but Tim Watson may have slipped that he was a chief footy. Reporter for Channel Seven. I have no problem with that. I do not either. He joins us on the line from Brisbane this morning, Mitch Cleary. Mitch, welcome, mates. Is has uh, is that you know, been ticked off from the the bosses at Seven?
2: No, no. Tim might have jumped the gun there. He's, uh, he might know something that I don't. So uh, I actually worded him up. I saw it got a bit of traction that uh, that <laughs> comment, so I worded him up and said, "Is there something you know that I don't, Tim?" And he said, "No, everything's everything's tracking well. So uh, we'll see what uh, what happens in the off season, but." Uh, no, I think everyone uh, that uh, Channel 7 is just uh, firmly focused on, on finals.
1: You're the fans. man, Mitch. Come on.
2: You're the man. <laughs> hey, nice. you've all, I've, you've always, I've always been in your corner mood, so <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a good
0: support. I might pass it on. Mate, there's so much uh, news getting around. Uh, we'll mention the game uh, a little bit later as you're in Brisbane for Brisbane and Carlton tonight, of course. Uh, talking finals, new show, uh, of course, running for a couple of weeks. I want to touch on... Uh, some of the stuff that's been going on there. In fact, I want to touch on in a moment about what's going on with the, with the dress code there. But talking finals, new show. Um, how's it all been going, mate? How have you found uh, getting there every Wednesday night? It's
2: been good, thank you. Yeah, JP, absolute jet as a host. And uh, I don't know, it's just been good talking about footy uh, on 7. Obviously, they haven't had a footy program on Channel 7 for, for some time now since talking footy and. Um, the game day show on the Sunday morning left, so no, it's been good to, to bring it back to the finals. It might be a little pre uh, in the future, but uh, no, I love working with those guys. It's, uh, it's been good to hear the insights of, of Joel Stalwood and Trent Cotchen. Even I didn't know this until during the week that Trent Cochin actually said he, before the 2020 grand final, individually sent a video message to all of his teammates and every footy department member. It said he took him over... An hour or two, just so individually. The day of the game, the morning of the game, send individually uh, a thirty-second video to, to every teammate and and footy member at the club. So I found that pretty interesting. It's good for insights having just retired. That is
1: that is pretty amazing, actually. And that's that's why he's a great captain. Yeah, good leader. The, hey, yeah, uh, Mitch. Speaking of Richmond, uh, the new coach just decided to pop their head up finally.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Moons uh, Adam Muse, great to see him finally get an opportunity. He ran second to Adam Kingsley last year. And many people probably thought through that process he was the favourite it, but Kingsley got the job at the Giants, and we know what he's been able to do this year with that footy club. And then he was well and truly in the race for the Essendon job before Brad Scott sort of did a backflip at the last minute, having said he wasn't going to be part of the process, came in at the last second and got that Essendon job. And a? You know, thought maybe my mm. time is up as an AFL senior coach and maybe, you know, I'm not going to get that opportunity. So it's great to see him and get that. I think through the Richmond process, he took a bit of time at the start to even weigh out whether he's going to put his hand up for um, the opportunity to, even, to be interviewed and that sort of thing, given what had happened in the last couple of years, running so close to a couple of jobs. but so He comes in um, with experience at Melbourne as a premiership assistant. He was under Clarko for some time at Hawthorne and many people think he's one of the sharpest footy brains um, and often footy goes in waves. We've seen, you know, the Craig McRae model work at Collingwood. We've seen the Adam Tinsley model work at GWS. So I reckon this is almost like an Adam Tinsley model. Um, he's obviously not uh, everywhere in the media. Adam Uzay is not a, a household name in terms of presence and that thing in the footy list, but he was a star payout. And uh, they say he's one of the sharpest minds when it comes to footy strategy. So he's going to see what he can do with this Richmond league.
0: Mate, I want to touch on a couple of things as we push through. Grundy deal. I'm not really interested about where he's going and how that gets done. But there was talk during the week, and I think it's been debunked, that Collingwood may not have to pay any more money if he goes somewhere else. I'm assuming that's not correct. How do you see it?
2: Yeah, so last year when when Grundy left Collingwood, he essentially put his contract in too. He had the Collingwood pork. And Melbourne and he essentially gets paid by two different employers right now. So it's been long thought that Melbourne have a deal with Collingwood, that's not the case. So Grundy essentially is paid by Collingwood and he's paid by Melbourne. So the Collingwood aspect of that, when he goes, as we expect, still have four years remaining on the original deal they with Brodie Grundy, and then the Melbourne deal essentially just shifted over to Sydney. So unless the, the demons are happy to put their hand up and say we will pay some other money to get a better draft pick, the demons are not inclined to pay a cent of Brodie Grundy's contract for the next four years. It'll essentially be Collingwood continue to pay what they owe him. It's around two to three hundred thousand dollars a season, and then Sydney will take on the uh, the Melbourne payments. And uh, that's it. will go. That's how it will go from from here. So,
0: potentially, uh, Moons, he could be being paid by three clubs next year, which uh, should standing, be lovely, wouldn't isn't it? <laughs> it? Wouldn't you just love that? It would be great for the third club. Imagine you doing the invoices. You can't do invoices. Imagine no, you trying to do three invoices. I'd be ringing you a lot. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, speaking of all these trade rumours and all this type of things, um, the mid-season trade. Now, we, we all love trade period. It's something that yep. Wallo and I have spoken about a lot. It's, it's great. Is there a chance of a mid-season one, Mitch?
2: There is a chance that the CBA has just been ticked off on Thursday moons and um, a big part of that is that the AFL Players Association and the AFL have agreed that through the life of this five-year agreement with the players that there will be a mid-season trade period. It could come in as early as 24 next year. Now, the interesting part of this for me is that so many players that need to be ticked off. I think there will be parameters as to who can be traded. You know, are you out of contract at the end of the season? Have you played, you know, less than five of the first 12 games, for example? There'll be all sorts of different riders on this, and that's what the AFL will work through. But I reckon it's, it's a chance to come in as early as next year. I, I don't think we'll see the superstars get traded. I think the AFL might bring in parameters that it's more for those fringe types. You know, when a club loses a ruckman, they can go after them, it's back like Port Adelaide have, you know, this year. They might be able to go and, and get a key back who's on the fringe of another club. I think at this stage... Happy to be wrong, it might evolve over years, but I think it'll be more for those players on the outer or on the fringe of their teams. There'll be different parameters the AFL bring in to make sure that the, the superstars aren't being traded uh, in May during the middle of the season.
0: Hey, uh, Mitch, we are starting the seasons earlier and earlier. It's becoming a nine month sort of competition.
2: Tell me about it, Waller. It's a it's funny nightmare. It's, uh, it's getting earlier and earlier. And you yeah. have added the extra round in with gather Round. You've got the pre-finals bye. And then when Tassie eventually comes in, they'll have to have another round, really, for an extra buy. So, as you said, it could be starting January or February. I think the idea to bring it forward by one week is to help Sydney because the AFL's really, really biggest fear is that NRL starts two weeks earlier than the AFL in Sydney and the Giants and Swans lose them a lot of momentum. By the time the AFL season starts, the Giants and Storms are, are already well down the pecking order when it comes to the in Sydney. I guess you could say the same for the Lions. Um, so I think it would be more maybe the Sydney-Queensland team start a week early, have a bit of a split first round. Um, yeah, it is it's uh, it is a long season uh, and the players are it. I think getting uh, started to see Kick off a thirty seven percent pay rise for men in the next five years. Uh, the average wage going from four hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Um, I think they'll will play as many games as they can if they're earning that sort of cash.
1: Yes, no. There's, uh, there's that money's not to be made when you're finished. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, uh, a couple of uh, big names uh, coming to the end of their career, but Toddy Goldstein has said goodbye to North Melbourne. Is yeah. there a home for him, Mitch? Yeah,
2: it's pretty good with the obvious one, Moon, given the relationship he got with Brad Scott. Some concerns around Sam Draper and his groins. He's still not back at training. I don't think he's back in full training when it can start their pre season. Um, there's some suggestion I've heard that, that Goldstein might get a one year contract as a player at the Bombers under Brad Scott and then maybe a bit of coaching mm. after that. That could be something. But there's going to be so many teams looking for a, a backup ruckman. You know, I'm he looking for someone to come in before Toby Conte explodes. You know, when Grundy leaves, Melbourne gone, dare I say it, will need a backup. I'm not sure if that'll be the right mix for Todd Goldstein. You know, Port, um, you know, missed out on weapons What happens there? So children need some support from so There will be jobs available for him. It's just where he sees his best fit. he's uh, not Melbourne, he sees it outside of Arden Street.
0: It's going to be an absolute belter yeah. tonight, mate, and uh, your coverage on Channel 7 across the day. And, of course, again, tonight, we're looking forward to that. Uh, the, we've been chatting to the chief footy reporter uh, in waiting. King. I think, uh, the king of uh, <laughs> of the broadcast on Channel 7. Mitch, uh, thanks so much for joining us, mate. I know you're a very busy man. Enjoy tonight and uh, looking forward to grand final week. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Mitch. Mitch Cleary joining us on the show this morning in Brisbane today for tonight's game between the Lions and the Blues. Stay with us. Our local footy wrap-up next. And Moons and I are buying and selling in the marketplace. For 40, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. you're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons. The marketplace for little creatures. All creatures welcome. Oh, it's a favorite part of the show, the marketplace. We're buying and selling something in the world of sport, all thanks to little creatures uh, moons. Uh, what are you buying this week, mate?
1: Well, I've got a very important day today. So my fifteen-year-old daughter Billy is playing in the under-15s netball grand final for Newtown Football Netball Club. Very good. Playing against, they're playing against the, uh, the Giants, actually. Western Giants.
0: Geelong West Giants. Actually wear the same gear as the GWS yes, Giants. Yes, they do.
1: So it's out at Leopold this morning. So after this, uh, in the car and flying out there to watch
0: my baby girl. Very good. What are you? I'm buying Scotty Pippen. Where can't hit. Here's Pippen. At the And the what a, what a Scotty Pippen's going to be here for the grand final. I he's can't here. tell you how much I love this man. Oh, my God. Even he's though he's left a bit of a
1: bad taste in my mouth with all the carry-on with him and Jordan. Well, yes.
0: Jordan. Uh, he's here. He's going to be at the grand final. He's actually here to be the ambassador for the opening round of the NBL this season. Yes. Never been to Australia before. Hasn't he? Never been. So I was a huge fan as a kid. I had his jersey. Massive, Now, massive, our yes. family couldn't afford the Jordan one. That's probably why I had Scotty <laughs> Pippen. It was a cheaper option. But I was a massive fan and uh, just wrapped that he's going I, to be here. I him. had
1: bull stuff all over my wall. I had all the tapes, all the videos. I just loved this, that, that team. I loved this man. Um, yeah, I'm just a little bit... Upset with how everything's been carrying on lately. Yeah. So he's mind, be, I'll have a word with him. He's going to
0: be out here and chaperoned by Luke Longley as well. So he's going to some stuff. So uh, two bulls greats, that is for sure. What are you selling this week, Okay,
1: mate? selling. So the airlines, the Australian airlines this week.
0: Yeah, what, what have they done?
1: Uh, they bumped up their prices a little bit by a couple of dollars. I'm not sure if you've heard. Uh, Qantas just, you know, as soon as, uh, there's all, all flights to Brisbane. They just decided, what, triple them? quadruple them? Yep. I'm not sure exactly how much, but a lot. It's it, Seriously, talk about not reading the room. Right, we are struggling disgrace. as a country. We are struggling to put food on the table. And these guys bump up their prices. Virgin is a sponsor of the AFL and bumped up their prices. Joyce has just come off... How much, how much did he make the other day? $10 Ah,
0: uh, As a bonus. As a
1: bonus, <laughs> $10 <million.
0: laughs> That's and not his wage.
1: Like, seriously. It's, they, they do it all the time. And... How we let this keep happening is is beyond me. Virgin's an interesting They're one crooks. because you there mentioned
0: about the sponsorship, so that's a strange one, but Qantas for me... Is that we bailed them out two years ago yeah. during COVID, and now all of a sudden they're um, they're double dipping.
1: So have you heard how many how people are actually getting up there? I have. People are asked. flying to Bali back to Brisbane because it's cheaper. It's like a, how embarrassing is that?
0: Yeah, horrible, and it's happened always. I know people from WA always find this because they're you know if the Eagles or Dockers, yeah. not the Dockers, make the finals very often, but when West Coast have had success, they're. They've got no choice. It's because it, you can't really drive. I mean, on the east coast, you could probably push the limits and mm. drive, but to come from Western Australia is the whole thing. So yeah, have a trip in Bali, go to Singapore for a night or two, then head to Brisbane. It should
1: be ashamed and embarrassed. Yeah, it is absolutely. What are you no selling, good. my friend?
0: I'm selling, not selling talking finals, which is the new show on Channel Seven. It's run for a couple of weeks. Right. I'm They're selling the wardrobe. Um, just have a quick listen to Tim Watson and Mitch Cleary. We spoke to Mitch a bit earlier, but have a listen to this. I've had a lot of feedback about my wardrobe on Talking Finals. Have you got a little something uh, maybe that you'd like me to slip into uh, tonight?
2: No, I've liked, your, I've liked your wardrobe, Tim. I think it uh, brings a fresh perspective and uh, something out of the suit that we see you on behind the news desk. I actually got some strong feedback last night at the Media Awards saying I need to ditch the tyre. I don't know what you guys think, but uh, I corporate to consider that.
0: It is a bit cool, but Mitch. But I'll tell you, I'll walk you through. JB's wearing a open collared uh, suit. Yes, that's a, with a black shirt on Wednesday night. Looked like he John Travolta out yes. of um, the eighties. No, he
1: would have. He would have organised that. JB.
0: Joel wore a t shirt with a bomber jacket. Oh, did he? Um, which was very try, casual. Try, trying like to he go just cash. Looks like he was walking the dog. Yes. Trent Cochran wore a jumper. that looks like he bought from Kmart. Just a crew neck, yes. plain, nothing on it. Tim was wearing a flannelette shirt. Looks like he's like your grandfather would be wearing milking the cows so at the dairy. The consist- consistency and then Mitch there is, wearing is a full all over suit. the place. then Mitch is wearing a full suit with a tie.
1: Yeah, I can I can see why you, you, you're selling this. It's a little bit all over the place, isn't what it?
0: What are they doing? Wake up, get your shit together, <laughs> just put a suit on with a white shirt. Stand there. Hey, they're the trying job. to be fun, trying to be hip, trying to be different. I don't mind if they're all wearing the same <laughs> thing, but it was an absolute. <laughs> I'm not displace. sure about
1: the flannel on a talk. I'm a not sure Tim's footy had.
0: Footy <laughs> I'm not sure Tim's had great feedback. I think it's a wind up. Um, there you go. Uh, that's our buying and selling this week. Uh, quick tip. Who do you think for tonight, mate?
1: Uh, I'm still going Brisbane, but yeah,
0: as am I'd I. I'd love f- to see. Captain. I'm sort of feeling the momentum of the Blues. Mm. I think they can, but it's going to be very difficult. Brisbane haven't lost a game at the Gabba this year. Um. Look, enjoy the finals tonight. It's going to be a ripper. We'll be back, of course, to uh, our grand final show next weekend. Looking forward to that. All thanks to Little Creatures. Don't forget, get in every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just 25 bucks. Grab a schooner and pizza. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. Mate, enjoy the footy.
1: Thank you, buddy.